Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. Eric in for Vince. Vince is back on Monday. Mike Spaulding is here. Debbie Lazga has your roads. And I should point out, should always celebrate the co-worker who goes above and beyond and never seems to care <laughs> that he's going above and beyond. Um, Brandon Snide, who you hear do sports for us uh, every morning, has slid into the, uh, the producer's chair today to help out Greg Hill. And he did so last minute. And I appreciate that, Brandon. So thank you for doing that. I just think that's not everyone would be willing to do that. And uh, he's happy to. And, and it's all about the team. So just and I know it was a late night for you watching your kid get pummeled by. Yeah, the game was over at halftime. So, <laughs> so I guess that was good then maybe. For yeah, you. could relax a little bit, get the kids home a little early. <laughs> all good. Well, thank you, man. Hey, uh, big weekend this weekend in Milwaukee. Doors open. Milwaukee returns. It's the annual event where uh, many locations, more than 130 across the city, are open for people to visit. So you can walk through, you can see just into some of these locations that you can never usually get into and see. So it's pretty cool. Like like the City Hall, uh, Grafe, which is uh, here in the uh, 3rd Street Market Hall, like us, they are opening for the first time since moving downtown. Uh, so there's just some different locations you can go to. Grace 4, I spoke with her earlier this week, also brought up some of the new places that are coming back for the first time since before the pandemic that are opening their doors. MGIC is kind of looks like an upside down pyramid across the street from City Hall, yeah. uh, built by the same architects as the folks that designed the Sears Tower, formerly the Sears Tower in Chicago. Um, and they have some really amazing art inside of the building, which you wouldn't expect. Um, the We Energy's Public Service Building, which is also in Westtown, mm-hmm. near where we are now, is going to be open for the first time. They have this really beautiful Italianate marble lobby and then this really cool uh, Art Deco atrium that you can check out. You can see the whole list on our website. We have it on the uh, main page there, WDTMJ.com, or just text the word DOORS. Is that what we got? DOORS. doors. Is D-O-O-R-S. our keyword? Plural. Yes, and we'll we'll send you that uh, that link doors to the old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. One of the ones that uh, they're going to be able to open up this year is uh, the Milwaukee Federal Courthouse, which is super cool to go inside. We did not talk about this beforehand, but I was going to point out the courthouse is one yeah. of the cool kind of unknown places because usually if you're in a courtroom it's not for a necessarily good cause and i think in the media we get jaded because we get to go to those kinds of places a lot but when you're walking down the streets being able to go inside these facilities really amps it up and kind of sees why some of these buildings are so special yep doors open milwaukee returns tomorrow and sunday gonna go see uh, run band me run tonight at the milwaukee rep those are hot tickets. Yeah. Lori Bambenek's story. Violent Femmes uh, co-founder is writing the music for it. And that's how we're celebrating our anniversary. Is your anniversary <laughs> today? Yesterday. But yeah, we're going, going to see Congratulations. Oh, thank you. 21 years and counting. I hosted with you on your birthday earlier this year. Yeah. Didn't know about it. No idea your anniversary was yesterday. Congratulations. That's, that's, that's great. That's okay. I couldn't tell you when your anniversary is either. I know, but you know, just I was more shocked at just like the serendipitous time that I'm, oh, I'm here again yeah. on, a, on a day. Imagine the next time Mike Spalding <laughs> joins us in studio. Imagine getting this call if you're a 911 dispatcher. We got a pilot in the house. 
and I guess he landed in my backyard and we were trying to see if we could get a um ambulance to the house, please. I'm sorry, what happened? <laughs> I love the dispatcher at the end. Wait, excuse me? So yes, this is that story about that F thirty five jet. This is a very mysterious, odd case. F-35 jet in South Carolina that crashed uh, last weekend. We told you about this. When it first happened, this uh, pilot had to eject from the plane. Then the plane kept flying. So it flew for 60 miles without a pilot before it finally landed. Thankfully, no one was hurt. So the pilot ejected from the plane and then he basically landed in someone's backyard and asked them to call 911. We need to get uh, rescue rolling. I'm not sure where the airplane is. It would have crash landed somewhere. I ejected. That's him calling uh, for 911. He took the phone after the neighbor called. Okay, what part of the body was injured? Ma'am, I'm a pilot in a military aircraft, and I ejected. Um, so I just rode a parachute down to the ground. Can you please send an ambulance? Yes, sir. I've already told you they're on their way. I'm just required to ask these questions. (laughs) Yeah, so she has to go through the process, and the ambulance is coming. Uh, The pilot, okay, obviously, is able to walk into the house and help call 911. How far did he fall? I was at 2,000 feet. Okay. Okay, and what caused the fall? Uh, an aircraft failure. <laughs> an aircraft failure. It's just like, look, I um, and basically, I understand the pilot's point. He was concerned about where that plane was going. He was basically saying, "Hey, look, we have to get moving on this." And oftentimes, when you eject from a plane like this, an F thirty five fighter jet, it will turn off all of its transponders. So they do that intentionally for safety of the plane. If it's beyond enemy lines, per se, like the, things shut down to protect the intelligence that may have been gathered on this plane. Anyway, this thing kept flying. So that's the big question now is, okay, so if the plane was able to fly for 60 miles and couldn't find it for a couple of days, why did he eject in the first place? And that's one of the things that they're still trying to get their arms around and figure out and explain. One of the other issues... too, by the way, because that ejector out of those things, that could have knocked him out. Right? Well, not only that, Debbie, they could have killed... Yeah. God knows how many people. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right. It actually reminded me of a totally different situation about that air show in Michigan a couple of weeks ago. Where That's that, right. That old bomber, the, the two guys ejected, landed in a lake, and then the bomber hit like a, uh, a um, an apartment complex parking lot. And thankfully, no one was seriously injured there. The same thing here. But one of the big questions now is, okay, there's been talk of a new... $1.5 trillion plan by the Department of Defense to invest in more F-35 planes. And one of the questions is, okay, well, a lot of these always have maintenance issues, and there's always things like that. So, okay, is it really even worth that much money if these planes are having problems? Uh, I also got, it got me thinking about uh, him landing in uh, a backyard and how often something like that happens. Now, Brandon, did you say that this isn't, I mean... Not the backyard per se, but like during training, it's not unheard of for someone to land somewhere else while training. Absolutely not. Apartments, rooftops, trees, uh, rivers, lakes. Those are all the ones I have seen. Not, not where you have landed, but you have I seen. I have not landed. I was I had hard falls on onto the ground, but I never thankfully landed in somebody's 
uh, kitchen, which <laughs> happened at, at one point. Oh, uh, boy. We won't disclose that location, but that did happen. So, yeah, it happens quite quite a bit, actually, because when you are when you're, when you parachute, you really don't have a whole lot of control of that. Right. You know? You're basically... You're kind of going... You, you have a little bit of steering control but not not as much as you would want i can imagine so whatever wherever you're going is kind of where you're headed so more details yet to come on this mysterious fighter jet crash in south carolina time now for news about your money the wdtmj annex wealth management market update right now all stock futures are looking good everything is up of course they open the bell here in one hour it's time for the annex wealth management tax smart planning review they're going to review assess and provide strategies you can use Go to annexwealth.com slash techsmart. Brewers 360 now, sponsored by Holiday Automotive. You win one and you're in. You win two and you clinch the central. Joining us now from the Milwaukee Brewers is Rick Schlesinger. Here we go, Rick. This is why we watch all those games. This is why we're fans. It's for weekends like this. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's it's been a great run and some work to get done. But uh, we we you know thanks to the Pirates for helping us out. But uh, you know I think we don't need help. We're we're focused on winning our games and winning the division, and then you know looking ahead. So here's how this. So here's how this looks. There are the wild card, or I shouldn't say the wild card. The magic number works like this. So the number is two, right? So the number to get in, you just have to win tonight, and you're in the postseason in some form. You win two and you clinch the central, and then you host three games at AmFam Field. That's right. So we're focused on winning the division. We want to host those that first series here, and win that series and, and keep marching. Rick, how many TVs are going to be on the Cubs game today in the office? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to be watching a lot. I, I will tell you, I am a scoreboard watcher. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the players are, but I admit it. I, I you know, I have one eye in the Cubs. One eye on us when we play, you know, and if I had a third eye, I'd watch, you know, what's going on with the Phillies or the Marlins or the Reds. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's this is fun. This is exciting, high high tension, high drama, but, you know, a chance for, for great excitement and, you know, a miraculous one potentially. So a lot of fun. So we got to get into some of the logistics here. So those who want to go to a game, I know it's not a done deal yet, but it's likely – that the crew will host three games at American Family Field. So that would be Tuesday, October 3rd, Wednesday, October 4th, and Thursday, October 5th. We don't know a start time for those games yet. It's a best-of-three series at home that's likely to happen. It's not a done deal yet, but it's likely. Uh, Tickets go on sale for those games starting today, right? Right. So we've done a lot of pre-sales with season seat holders, so a lot of tickets have been sold, but at 10 a.m., uh, people can buy single game tickets for each of those games and we encourage them to do that and also to buy parking in advance because parking does sell out um, and these games will be a hot ticket. So it's a great opportunity for people who are not season seat holders to watch the action. And again, if you're not a season seat holder, but you want to put a deposit on, on a season ticket plan for 2024, that guarantees you access to strips, not only for the wildcard series, but if we're fortunate to advance to the division series, league championship series, and depending on the type of plan, the world series. So a couple ways to get, get tickets, but obviously tonight, today at 10 a.m. is the key single game tickets on sale. So I know that's going to be you know fun for fans and a chance to see us play meaningful games in October. Rick, outside of the actual tickets to get into American Family Field for the games, one thing that people ask us most about is the playoff merch. Yes. So, so, say, so say 
the uh, everything's get wrapped up tonight. When can people start expecting to see some of that stuff pop up at the uh, at the team store? Yeah, we will have gear uh, starting uh, tomorrow um, if we are fortunate enough to have clinched. Uh, but we'll have gear as soon as the team officially clinches. And uh, yeah, that's always fun. It's 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 great. We we uh, we have. You know, we don't want to jinx anything, but uh, we know it's important that when we do clinch that there's things that people can buy to celebrate the first achievement of what we hope will be many achievements this offseason or this, this postseason. Well, Rick, got to say thank you, sir, for all the work that you do. Uh, you make a lot of people happy, and the, the, the run that the Brewers have had the last few years has been extraordinary. And I always say to fans, when we get this close, when the, when the magic number is this low, Enjoy the moment. Breathe it in. Savor it because it doesn't happen always. Yeah, no, we've, we're in a remarkable run of, you know, brewer success. And we want to get to the ultimate, which is to win it all. And that's unfinished business. But, you know, every time you're in the postseason, it's an opportunity to achieve that dream. And, you know, if you look at history in baseball, or, you know, teams that maybe not have thought about at the beginning as the best team or maybe the team with the best record doesn't always win it so you know once you're in the postseason you know a lot of magic can happen and that's what we're trying to get to yes sir have a great weekend my friend thank you rick schlesinger of your milwaukee brewers the magic number is two if the cubs lose this afternoon the brewers can clinch the nl division the central division tonight Idea Man. You remember when Sammy Sosa yeah. missed games because he sneezed? Innovator. I can't ever imagine having to go into our trainer's office and say, hey, I can't practice today. I sneeze too hard. So I do the triple, I, I sneeze in small increments. And Packers Hall of Famer. That was kind of the catalyst for me always. The way I've changed my sneezing pattern was because of Sammy Sosa's injury. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Tausch, you in Indiana right now? I am out in West Lafayette, baby. It's, uh... I don't know from a college city standpoint, it's definitely unique, put it that way. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, well, you just go, you like go to Ann Arbor, Columbus, Madison, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and then there's West Lafayette. <laughs> that's a, I'm not bashing West Lafayette, it's just it's different, that's all. All right, so it's the Badgers and the Boilermakers tonight at Purdue. Friday night game, that's a little unique, too. It is, and I, I, I was just telling Brandon, um, I've been, uh, you know, the high school sports scene, and I think high school football is made for Friday nights, and when the Big Ten announced that they're going to be doing some Friday night games, I was a stark um, critic. It's ridiculous. You shouldn't be doing that. And now selfishly with what I'm doing and being able to have a weekend off and being able to work from down here, I, I like it. So, it's, again, I, I've evolved in my thought process as far as how it goes. It, it, it's going to be fun, but, you know, it's the only, one of the only games in town. Friday night you're going to have, uh, you know, everybody watching, and I think it'll be a heck of a test. I think you're going to find out a lot kind of about where we're at and how you fit into the Big Ten and the Big Ten West in, in specific in specificity 
when you're on the road and get a chance to kind of see where your team is since you just got through the quote-unquote preseason two and one, where we're at now, I think it's going to be a heck of a test down here in West Lafayette. Well, Tausch, of all the weekends, too, to have a Friday game, this one lines up perfectly because the Packers are home for the first time this season. And it's a heck of a guest list for the weekend. I know the team always does it big for these quote-unquote opening nights. Are you going to be able to make it out there, maybe see some of your former teammates? Uh, unfortunately, well, I guess I guess you can look at it from a different perspective. I actually get to go my – Max has got hockey all weekend, so that's where I'm going to be on nice. Saturday and Sunday. But it is awesome, and what, what I what I always enjoy is when you do get back for a game. Fortunately, I've been able to get back to a bunch, uh, being able to go see old teammates. And luckily for me, a couple weeks ago, we had a, a great group of guys that I played with, with uh, Jordy and Josh getting in. So it's always fun to get up there. And I did see that guest list, uh, Jerry Kramer getting back and, uh, Dave Robinson, some of the old Lombardi, and, and that's always one of the cool parts about the history and the tradition what, with what Green Bay does is have guys back and you get to sit and tell old stories, and unfortunately I won't be able to make it back this weekend. A couple of linemen may not be playing on Sunday. We don't know quite yet with Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari. Is that a concern, you think? Uh, for sure. I mean, I think anytime you take two of your best uh, players and your best offensive linemen out, and especially, you know, guys that are all pro caliber like Elton and like David, you have to kind of reconfigure things. I think the good part is you saw last week that they you know, really go out there. Uh, David's missed a ton of practice, so you, you those guys are getting a lot of reps. But I, that's not going to be any excuse. It's obviously would be a lot better if both could be playing, but you have to make those adjustments. And I think the, the positive sign of that is hopefully Aaron Jones, we saw him practice yesterday, and if he can be out there, I always say if, you know, running backs can make an offensive line look even that much better if you have a stud like Aaron Jones, and hopefully he'll be able to be out there against New Orleans on Sunday. Packers and Saints, noon on Sunday at Lambeau Field. Badgers and Boilers tonight from West Lafayette. Mark Tauscher will have the call. Thank you, sir. You bet, guys.